This is BetaHouse.life, the podcast that empowers you to live in beta. Waiting for the perfect is often the enemy of the good or even the great. So listen in, get inspired, and let these curated stories encourage you to take your next step. I'm Elizabeth. I'm Benjamin. Welcome, Welcome to, to BetaHouse.life. Today in the studio we have Nick and Brent. <laughs> Brent. All right. Welcome, guys. These guys are both part of Half, Half of Basil. Basil. Yeah. <laughs> we got to meet Brent and Nick at a meetup. It was our first meetup that we went mm-hmm. to here. Um, you weren't even officially on board with Beta House yet at that moment. It was Beta House was me. Mm-hmm. We had daily ish that we were just getting started with at that moment. But and it was a U- specifically YouTubers meetup. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of discovered the Meetup app in doing research for the business. Like I was right. just trying to find out how many YouTubers were in San Diego, which There's is a actually here. a very hard statistic to find. It just is. FYI, when you're just Googling things. So just if <laughs> anybody has found that stat, I would love to get that stat. How many so, YouTubers, yeah. active YouTubers are in San Diego? We found this Meetup and we decided to go up there and they were there. And it was their first time going mm-hmm. to it as well. And Brent was just new to the area, period. He was brand new. So we were just, we were didn't know what to expect. They didn't know what to expect, mm-hmm. you know, cause it was kind of vague in the description of it. Right. And we're in this little Starbucks up on Convoy Street, you mm-hmm. know, up in what to us seems like North County, but I'm told <laughs> is definitely not definitely North not, County. No. It's still San Diego, but see, we live downtown. What feels like North County to me is a lot <laughs> further South than what most people consider we're, North we're County. South County people. I digress. <laughs> But meetups have been so important for us. Absolutely. And I don't know if we've gone overboard with it from being in a time where we were creating in vacuums by ourselves. And so now it's like, there's all these people. And I'm, <laughs> I think about our dog who gets like so excited when there's people. And then like, I kind of feel I, that I, way I, at a meetup yeah. that like, look at all these people who like kind of think like I do. Yeah. This is so cool. <laughs> Well, it's fun. It's fun to bounce ideas off of people. And then, like the last one we went to with, with Nick Marie. Yeah. Her last mastermind, episode. the networking before and after. We had great conversations with people. Yeah. And we don't do the same things, but I mean, it's people who get what you're doing and you get what they're doing. It just, it makes for fun conversation. We're finding the purpose. And I think that's also important. Like, don't go to a meetup just to go to a meetup. It needs to right. have a purpose. Like right. why this one is important to you. Yeah. Like, am I meeting with people who are creating like I do so that we can bounce each ideas off each other and they're gonna know what I'm talking about? Am I going to this to know how to run my business a little bit better? Because the one we went to with Nick was great because it was for people with two to three mm-hmm. or more employees. Right, right, and we right. haven't gotten to do one of those yet. A lot of no. them have been solopreneurs. And in the YouTube world, a lot of people are these solo or duopreneurs trying to do it themselves. And yeah. so um, kind of talking to people like, how do you hire an employee? Which for a lot of YouTubers, that's the next step. Oh, yeah. And there isn't a whole lot of prep out there to tell you how to take that next step. And I mean, I've hired people before, but most people, yeah, when you're on your own, you never walk down that road. Well, even how to find the right person, too. Oh, yeah. It's not and an easy, not yeah. Monster.com would make you think it was really easy. <laughs> or indeed.com. Yeah. Or, yeah, not a sponsor. But getting to meet with them and find out, okay, we're both YouTubers. Mm-hmm. We're both looking to grow our reach on YouTube, our mm-hmm. communities. We're wanting to, we had similar goals. Well, and there are people who came, who went to the meetup just because there, there was one lady who went in, she didn't have an Instagram, she didn't have a YouTube channel, and she was just putting her pinky toe in the water for the very first time when she should have already been up to her knees at least. Yeah. what she'd done before. And then you've got other people who are coming in just because they want to hear what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. And then you have people who come in and try to steal ideas. And that is the worst kind of person right. at a meetup yeah. because you don't want to take somebody else's idea. You're not going to have the passion behind it. You're not going to be, you're, it's just not your, when it's not your idea, you're not going to be able to run with it. No, and like if you don't have the knowledge base to handle running with that idea, you're going to, you're going to wind up coming off looking like you just have no idea what you're doing. Yeah or just a bad knockoff, and that happens. It happens all the time. But when we met Nick and Brent, sometimes you can just tell when people have a passion for something and you know they're gonna keep pursuing it and that they're gonna be themselves in the midst of it. And we definitely got that from these guys. Yeah, it's one of those, a good collab. Yeah. And that is short for collaboration. Collaboration. For those of you not used to YouTube jargon, (laughs) you know, the YouTube slang. It's not a complicated lingo But just want to make sure it's it's crystal clear for all you guys. The collab Mm -hmm. should come off where it shows both parties 
strengths. Right. And that's a good collab. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that just the other person's doing what one is doing. Right. It means that you're able to show what both are doing right. and say, look, this is exciting. Yeah. I'm doing this. They're doing that. And one doesn't outshine the other mm -hmm. in the process either. Yeah. We knew immediately with Nick and Brent that we wanted to do a collab with them. I also knew that it wasn't going to be difficult. No, no, they're super easy. To I wasn't going to be carrying the idea, the <laughs> execution, all of that. Yeah. But it took since November to finally get it done. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't just one of yeah. those like we did it right away. Mm -hmm. It was like there was so much scheduling that we went in. We didn't get full-time jobs. We got stuff we're doing too. And it's, uh, it just it yeah. was a little harder than you thought it would have been. But it was a lot of fun. Yeah, but we got it done. <laughs> all right, guys. So tell me, what got you guys into YouTube initially? Yeah, so before I moved out here, I had texted Nick. Um, and I was like, hey, man, like I see people on YouTube every day just creating everyday normal content, whether mm -hmm. it's playing video games, going out and traveling, you know, cooking, this and that. And I'm like, why? Why couldn't we do this? You know, we have our own stories mm -hmm. that some people might want to know. Why can't we tell our stories to the world, too, um, and just kind of share our experiences going through life with, mm -hmm. with whoever's really willing to watch yeah. is, is what I thought. Um, I don't know about you. I mean, in college, I just definitely thought that we were both hilarious. Yeah. So, <laughs> and we were probably the only people that thought that, but at the same time, like when he sent me that, I was like, oh, I'm watching all these YouTube creators. Mm -hmm. And I was like, there's no way, just like he said that, we couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. And all these people are getting these views of 20,000 people and or above. And I was like, I want that many people to view into my life. And I know that sounds kind of weird, but like I want that kind of like yeah. share my life that much with that many people. And there was also the aspect of like, oh, people are getting paid to do this, you know, like because oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I made videos all throughout high school, just yeah. like messing around with friends, jumping mm -hmm. bicycles into rivers, building ramps and whatnot. <laughs> So, I had some friends who were going to do like a public access cable TV type of show. Yeah. I actually made the intro to the show. This is because this is the only thing available at the time, but I made it. I like, I learned how to do every animation in PowerPoint. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found some fun music we were going to throw into it and that sort of thing. And we were legit going to like run around Louisville, Kentucky and just do stupid stuff and film it and put it up on public access because that was pre YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. Yep. So it was like the same thing. Just yeah. like messing around with friends. Oh, we should, we should videotape this. We yeah. should make something out of this. So. <laughs> Uh, that was kind of the aspect of like, you know, it'd be cool to do that as a full-time job, mm -hmm. but that was like second thought. Sure. You know? Who are some people you guys were watching back then that were kind of like your inspiration at the onset? Yeah. So I think right away, just like some of the largest YouTubers, you know, you, you when you type in YouTube and mm -hmm. you see just the people who pop up on the homepage, you know, like okay. Casey Neistat. Mm -hmm. Professional fun hammer. Yeah. yeah. Peter yeah. McKinnon, Roman <laughs> yep. Atwood, yeah, like yeah. All, all the really big people that made money but also made really good content or mm -hmm. had a lot of fun making content on youtube yeah like david dobrik too like all oh, yeah. of those people right. are just huge yeah. and we were like those people make dude a lot perfect. of money yeah like yeah. dude perfect oh yeah i don't is know it, how much time they spend setting all that stuff up oh, that is man. absolutely how, how many insane. shots they actually take for real yeah. trying some of that yeah. stuff <laughs> the thing i wonder is like before each shot they mm -hmm. name it yeah and then they say it to the camera and then perform the shot right and it happens every time. So how many times are you saying to the camera, this is the long bomb shot? You yeah. Know, like, <laughs> this is a shibble -la 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 shot. Yeah. <laughs> this time a really mean it shot. Yeah. 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 And you have to have energy every single time. Yeah. yeah. They, and they bring the energy every time yeah. too. It's uh -huh. unreal. <laughs> so when you guys first got started then, once you got here, you were settled in, you started filming together. What was the initial project you were headed toward? What was it you were trying to, to do right off the bat? I think it was just for both of us, we wanted a creative outlet outside of what we were actually doing for work. Okay. That also kind of came into the money aspect. Like we wanted to make more money doing stuff we liked outside of work sure. too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so like freelancing for me and doing photography, also making videos with my best friend. Yeah. So like that's how it came into one space which was YouTube. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you guys did a lot of exploring and that sort of thing too when you first got started. Mm -hmm. uh, what was the first spot you guys just, for fun, the first spot you all wandered into, like, holy cow, we live here. You know, what was what was the first place that you actually got a little bit of like, wow, yeah. when you went to go film? I think 
honestly, it was the first video we did for me. It was the first video we did. Oh yeah, um, and and the very last spot. So the basis behind our first video mm -hmm. was we're starting out. We want to start out strong, and our channel was all about exploring the San Diego area yeah. for you know whoever might be visiting, mm -hmm. whoever might be local here, and not have gone to these certain local spots right. or you know uh, things like that. But the idea behind the video was choose five spots in San Diego that are local favorites mm -hmm. or maybe locals only the locals know about right on the very last spot we went for the day it was walking up to the US Mexico border wall okay. on the beach yeah like dipping your feet in the water yeah at the border wall and it's like that's the farthest southwest place in the continental US you oh. can go so right then it, it hit me I was like Man, I'm I'm really here. Like, yeah, I'm in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't go any farther. Yeah, if I go over there, I get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> well, we actually did get yeah. stopped by Border Patrol too. Yeah. They were like, "Don't pass this first fence because there's one mm -hmm. like fence that says mm -hmm. like stop here." Yeah, and then there's the actual border wall. It says uh, which really, is, really. Yeah, don't go past, yeah. Well, and the actual border wall mm -hmm. on the uh, Mexican side, you can walk up to the actual wall. Yeah. And like stick your hands through and stuff yeah. like that. And yeah. people were when we got close <laughs> enough and like chatting at us. Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of a different experience. But a preface behind that video mm -hmm. is we went out and asked some locals what they wanted. They were favorite places that we should go check out. Mm -hmm. And then we did two of our own. And that okay. was the one that. Brent had picked for the both of us to actually go do. So that was like actually really cool. And yeah. he had just moved out too. It was like two or three weeks maybe after. Yeah, a month maybe. Yeah. Uh -huh. We actually just hit a year of creating just like this week, I think. Because awesome. I, I Happy saw, anniversary. Yeah, right? thank you. Thank you. <laughs> One year. Um, yeah. Because I saw our original like stay tuned video on Facebook. It yeah. came up like, oh, one year ago today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of cool to see. A, yeah. fun, a funny story from uh, being at the border wall is people on the other side mm. had a drone that was up. Oh, there. yeah. Uh, okay. And U.S. Border Patrol was way down the beach, at, yeah. like maybe half a mile quarter mile half mile mm -hmm. and uh they're flying it over and it's like right above us and yeah. we're starting to walk back to the car because it was like a mile hike mm -hmm. we get far enough out of range and the drone like loses it they they can't have radio connection anymore yeah and it falls onto the beach oh, so, yeah. on the u.s side yeah on the u.s side <laughs> so their drone I, I don't know what kind of drone it was but yeah their drone was gone like yeah they can't have it anymore so when we were going back uh, and past the the security U.S. border yeah. uh, patrol. <laughs> we we're like, hey, I, I think they like lost a drone yeah. over back there in the sand. He's like, I'll go grab that one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> free drone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's for robots and drugs. And yeah, right? <laughs> or the kid lost his toy. You know, right. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. So, do you guys ever get lost when you've been out exploring? I mean, I know phones help us out a lot, but mm -hmm. I don't know if we've ever really gotten lost. I think we've definitely been into like sketchy areas where we've been like, oh, we probably shouldn't be here, but we're going to go anyway. Because <laughs> when we went to the dam with Ray, mm -hmm. we went to, I forget what that lake's called. Lake Hodges. Lake Hodges okay. yeah. Dam. And we actually ended up talking to the security guard, like at the very top of the dam mm. and he didn't really care. He was just sitting on his <laughs> iPad watching Netflix or something like that. Yeah. It was he's basically there just to make sure people aren't putting bombs on this dam. Right, so like right. the water didn't just flow. Yeah, but yeah. we were out there just taking pictures, messing around, and he was totally fine with it. But yeah. that was like the first like kind of sketchy thing mm -hmm. or like where we could have totally got in trouble. Yeah. There. I don't think we've ever really gotten like super lost where we're like i have no idea where i am <laughs> no i don't think so it's because we film on our phones so it's right it's at our hands yeah you know, the whole the time, time. <laughs> so we just have to switch out of filming to be on the map yeah, yeah. Right, we're going here so when uh when elizabeth and i were in college we were in northeast tennessee and the fun part is is that all the roads eventually lead back down to the valley in the yeah. valleys where all your main roads are. So we would go out intentionally just try to get lost just to go time and have fun. <laughs> and it's like, no, you can always wind up back home. So uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's some there's some not good places to get lost out here. <laughs> Question for you guys. Uh, what would you say is your favorite video to date that you've produced? It doesn't have to be the same one. But what's your favorite? You, you go first for this okay, one. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I have kind of two answers to that. Oh, I yeah. would say favorite that we went out and explored for mm -hmm. 
and then I'm going to do favorite that was produced. So okay. like after editing, like that, that we actually put on YouTube and versus one we were just like super excited to go shoot. Right, right, right. Yeah, the, is the, that what you're saying? The physical experience mm-hmm. versus the finished well, product. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. So favorite to go shoot was I can't. What was the what's the name of? Oh, the cave. The, the yeah, the I cave. Think they call it like. Devil's Cave or something like that. I don't uh, know. No, it's Devil's Punch Bowl. Devil's Punch okay. Bowl. Punch Bowl, yeah. Yeah, so pretty much it's just this cave. The entire ceiling has fallen into the cave. Okay. And you can only access it through, if you're going like through the water. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the cave that sunset, at Sunset oh, Cliffs, yeah. it's like a hundred foot drop, whatever. Yeah. We watched a video. <laughs> we watched a video that was like, oh yeah, when it's low tide, you just have to go climb down here, this rock, this rock, this rock, that yeah. and that. We didn't go at low enough tide. It was like a negative 0.04, and normally it's like a negative two. Yeah. To get into this cave. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we go at sunrise, <laughs> and which is the lowest tide yeah. during the day. Exactly. So and we end up climbing down the cliff because we're like, well, we made it here. You know, yeah. we're not gonna not go now. <laughs> we found like the sketchiest path down. <laughs> Eventually made it down to the beach, where at that point you still have like a 300 foot walk yeah. through the water mm-hmm. to get into the cave. And we were in there for like five minutes. Yeah. And then we we're like, uh, okay, tide's coming up. We really got to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we were not in there very long. We yeah. probably could have stayed maybe another five minutes before we probably would have had to like swim up. Yeah. With all of our gear. Oh, yeah. yeah. With, so we had no baggies or anything. We were, just had our backpacks yeah. like we always do. Yeah. So that was favorite to shoot. Mm-hmm. And then favorite finished product was probably, was it, for me, it was probably when you were out of town. Um, oh the split video yeah the split video in minnesota pretty much all we did for it was like a b-roll segment Mm -hmm. of the whole thing you know just cinematic shots yeah but it was cool how it was like he's in a completely different atmosphere and climate than where i'm at so like i'm flying a drone around the beach and he's like in the woods of minnesota and wisconsin so that was i think that was my favorite actual final product okay mm-hmm. cool for me i think our favorite one that we went to go shoot was that didn't turn out to be the greatest that we like actually took a lot of time doing mm-hmm. was the abandoned train out in jacumba mm-hmm. hot springs yeah and that was pretty fun that was like a sketchy video too because we had to go down this like dirt road and park in a place where we didn't know if my car was going to get towed <laughs> and then we had to walk down the railroad tracks and it was like don't go beyond this point and we're like well this other people have been here before, so yeah. whatever, let's just go. <laughs> yeah. So that was the, probably the most fun to shoot, but finished product, I would say the most like thought through mm-hmm. one was probably the Mission Basilica Church, which is the first church of California, right? which is right by our old apartment that mm-hmm. we had. So like that was probably our most thought out video and like really thought about the script and what we needed to shoot. And we actually went back for a second day mm-hmm. and got extra shots to finish that yeah. video. So. Cool. So you, you've done all that stuff. And I was going to mention also, too, like in your in your new season now, mm-hmm. for the stuff for Slippico, and we'll get to that in a minute, mm-hmm. uh, you all found a cool new little beach spot that I've driven past for. I had no idea it was there. Yeah. And I was like, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, still getting some of that locals only sort of stuff. Right? Yeah. There's a part of me that's like, when I saw that, I was like, oh, crap. People are going to be ticked off if you show people where that was. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell them about this. Yeah, all the yeah. local surfers are like, can't go there anymore. <laughs> well, good thing we only get like 200 views on our videos. Yeah. So. <laughs> but you're working to change that. Yeah. There go. Good segue. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, yeah. It's been great getting to work with Nick and Brent just because they were serious about their channel. And even though they're not at like a giant size right now, Mm -hmm. they've got the focus to get it there. And the drive to make the trip. Yeah, Yeah, and the skill set, you know, what what it's gonna take to get there. Now they are in a hard genre. One of the secrets is consistency. Consistency and collaboration. And people talking about you. uh, I learned that in my channel when I was growing that my first bike was when I did something in an adjacent lane to somebody. I didn't take their idea, but somebody did a, and my, for those of you who don't know, my channel that actually is monetized and is large <laughs> is ultra niche. I show people how to color in adult coloring books, as well as some simple artwork. It is designed for adult beginners mm-hmm. in art. Color theory, shading, that sort um, of thing. But also doing some of your own drawing mm-hmm. as well. And I've also reviewed coloring book apps, which there aren't a lot of people out there doing it. Right, right, right. But in doing that, my first video that did well was another artist released a coloring sheet she drew Mm -hmm. 
for a contest and she had a fairly large audience. So I did a video doing her piece. Right. Me color, you know, and getting to try Your take out on her piece. my take on it. I was using a new medium that I wasn't super familiar with, getting to experiment with it. Had a lot of fun doing it. But that video was the first one that got noticed. And it wasn't huge. You know, it at the time, it was my first video to hit a thousand views. And that's a big milestone to hit. That's a big deal. And I went from having like 30 subs to like 200 subs. Yeah. And that was like, okay. The world is pouring in the front I door. I know. Yeah. I was like watching my analytics like you wouldn't imagine. Like I was oh, glued to no. them. no. I can imagine. I was there. Yeah, you were there. We were in Colorado at the time too. We were on vacation. Doing something to where, was I encroaching on her audience? Was I copying her idea? No. But in being able to do something adjacent. Right. Did I gain, actually probably gain her more viewers? Probably yeah. in what I did because I was showing her work. Yeah. Not trying to step on her toes or things like that, but knowing that this is a way for people to find me mm -hmm. and knowing those search terms and knowing that from being a starter channel mm -hmm. to that growth pattern. Right. And then it's another video then that start, suddenly takes you from being in that little bit of growth pattern to over that thousand sub mark. Right. It's not that it's the next video you do. There's no formula for which oh, video no, it's no going to be. You have no idea. It's probably going to be a video you don't like. I'm just going to warn you if you're a YouTuber <laughs> that it will probably be one you just like cringe. You're like, why do you want to watch this one? So this bad. one's so much better. I had to rush to get it out. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you just have to kind of go, okay, world, this is what it is. I'm going to go with it. And then that video goes. And so now you're in this new world. And this is where I found that there's like kind of a void in the YouTube world. Okay. You know, I thought I'm going to make it when I hit a thousand subs. You know, from there, it's going to be pretty smooth sailing. Right. Now, I was before that thousand wall was there for monetization. Right, right. I was monetized from day one. Does Not that make that you an OG? I, I don't, I wouldn't quite call myself OG, even though because of the Google things, it says I've been on since 2011. Ooh. Even though I wasn't, I didn't do my first video to 2016. Weird stats aside, looking like I'm OG. That world, and I'm finding this now, there are so many videos. If you go and search for starting a channel, for getting 100 subs, for even getting to 1,000, but then you start hitting this void in the 1,000 to 10,000 range. You're not quite big enough that merch sales are going to drive anything, but you have a community. You know, I can go live and I'll have a couple people that show up instantly pop on yeah. and the same people, which I love. I love that. I think they're like the coolest people ever. It's like you are so much better than me. <laughs> I am not this dedicated. Well, I've said this before. I'm, I'm, you know, as much as we're on social media with stuff, I'm bad at doing it right. Mm -hmm. And so <laughs> I, that's you know, our generation. I, I know we tend to lurk a little bit and if something, you know, I might, you know, give it a like or double tap the picture on Instagram or whatever, but I'm really bad at actually giving the proper feedback. Yeah. And your people do it. They come back and they do it. Yeah. And so they are like ultra cool. And it's not like it's a huge tribe. It's small, yeah. but it's like to know that there are people out that's there that I have never met face to face right. that actually care. Yeah. And that's like super cool. It's lots of fun. But it's not enough to support. Like it's yeah. not enough to be a job. It's no, not enough no. to be a full time. Even though producing videos for that channel is a lot of work. Oh, sure. It's a lot of time. Like I've got 12 hours of editing I have to do today. Yay. And I'm going to be quite honest. One hour will be for this podcast. Mm-hmm. The other 11 are for one video yeah. that I'm going to be working on. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it takes that long. I have eight hours of footage I have to work through. It's like with that amount of time versus the return, it's like how much can you put into it? You know, it's just, yeah. it's a difficult question to ask. And that's part of the YouTube journey. You know, Brent and Nick are at that point yeah. where it takes a lot of work to put out a video. And I'm putting this time in, like they put out a video and they were up editing till like 4 a.m. to yeah. get it out this week. But the videos look good. They're awesome. Yeah. And they're putting a ton of work. Mm -hmm. They get cinematography. They understand setting the shot. They know what's going on. Yeah, it's just that it is time. It's it time. is it's work. A lot of time. And you have to figure out how much of my time can I put to this, mm -hmm. in all honesty, yeah. and finding that balance point. Well, and when you watch guys like Casey Neistat and Roman Atwood, they, they make it, and when you see the finished product, it looks easy. So, oh, mm -hmm. all we have to do is shoot this and shoot this and put them up together and put some music in the bottom, we'll be good. Mm -hmm there's a lot that goes into it. I'll be transparent here in that I'm questioning a lot on my channel mm -hmm. right now. I'm really thankful I've found somebody who has some information yeah. for mid-range channels mm -hmm. uh, with Roberto Blake that was just... And he's such a fun guy to hang out. We'll have a link in the description. His tips, and he says they're for like basically starting a channel, but I found them very applicable to this mid-range where I have a community. Because some sure. of his points 
if you don't have the community yet, mm-hmm. it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Right, right. Because right. he was talking about quality versus quantity. Mm-hmm. And I loved this point that he brought up with it in that he was talking about how your community signed on for the quality you were producing. Right. They didn't sign on thinking you're going to be producing better stuff in a year or right. this. They're thinking, oh, I like this. I like this. I'm going to subscribe for this. Right. And so rather than being so focused on upping the quality, mm-hmm. give them more. Right. So up your quantity mm-hmm. instead. To me, yeah, if you're a 100, channel, 100 subs channel, you don't have that community yet really. In all honesty, you're still a lot of just your family and friends who hit the sub button. They're going to love you no matter what. Mm -hmm. But you haven't found that outside of your friend group audience as much yet. But what was Craig talking about in his uh, Wheezy Waiter? Yeah, Uh, Craig Benzine just posted, did it come out yesterday? Yesterday Yesterday from when we're recording. But his was about four things to becoming a YouTube creator. Mm -hmm. And he had another video a couple weeks ago that talked a lot about you know the type of creation that you need to do that like personality is not enough to cut it anymore mm-hmm. and it's really not so, uh, podfest down in orlando that was being echoed and it's come up so much later. you're going to be noise yeah there are a ton of people with awesome personalities out mm-hmm. there and if you don't have something to say with that awesome personality yeah. then you're you're just noise right and so that's what you need to figure out why am i doing this what is my and if it's just because i think people will think i'm awesome <laughs> let's dig a little deeper yeah. to find a little more reason you know, because gone are the days of just being Casey Neistat. Right. You know, he started off professional fun haver. Mm-hmm. You know, and he, I love his channel. I, get to I watch fly his channel. On the Emirates line. And look at this first class thing I get to ride in. It's cool. I bought my Canon ADD mm-hmm. because of his suggestion his and yeah. seeing him work with it. And I said, okay, that looks usable for me where right, I'm right, at, right. skill level, and it's everything. And I love it that was, camera. <laughs> yeah. It's I still use it mm-hmm. for certain things. And uh, not for everything because I do a lot of long form video and it can only do 30 minutes at a time. His setup now if that is what you're going in to do mm-hmm. is incredibly hard yeah. to come onto youtube now and say i'm just going to show my awesome life right and i'm going to be honest if you don't already have a following mm-hmm. with your awesome life meaning right. you don't have some other form of celebrity right not many people are going to care right and so like nick and brent they're trying to pull other elements in yeah so you know with their their passion that they're going to talk about here in just a minute and i'm not going to spoil it mm-hmm. with this transition point that they're in they have purpose behind what they want to do they have a plan for it so let's let's let them yeah run through that so that leads us up to the transition yeah so uh, you guys decided recently uh kind of at the end of last year coming into the beginning of this year that and when we talked initially you said you all had some goals for yourself mm-hmm. how many of those goals did you hit in the 2018 end? yeah well, not one. like that a, i mean yeah yeah i think we said zero but i think we actually only hit one goal which was 100 subs okay and that was like the only goal like, yeah, yeah months past when we wanted it though you know right yeah right. like we it was a goal but we wanted to have it so much sooner yeah, yeah. so one of the things that we want to try and encourage people to do is you know find those moments where you're you're understanding that and grab cuz a lot of your the gut reaction is to run away from that. Right. Live in denial and like no no, no I'm doing okay and keep <laughs> trying to chug forward without actually force changing it. anything or yeah just try to force stuff. So, did you guys have like a conversation like where it hit or was it like a slow realization that built up to understand that it was time to set some goals for yourself and be accountable to them? I think the moment where I like really realized it was the end of the year It was right before Christmas and Mm. he was going to be gone. And then I was going to be gone the following week or I had family in town or something where we couldn't shoot. Mm -hmm. And there was going to be a two and a half week period where there was going to be no content Mm -hmm. or time to put out content. And I was like, we haven't really sat down and talked about what we really wanted to do with this channel since we had started. And that's where it really hit me. I was like, we haven't hit any goals. We haven't really been doing what we've been wanting to do. And we haven't even really talked about what he wants versus what I want. Mm-hmm. And we hadn't had that conversation with each other. We were just putting out random content. Right. So that was kind of where it clicked for me, at least, mm-hmm. what we wanted to do going forward. And then we had that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it kind of it came to a breaking point during editing one night mm-hmm. when we realized, you know, this was our whatever it was, third or fourth video in a row where mm-hmm. we knew we had to put something out because we said we were going to put something out every week on, on Friday. But it wasn't well thought out. Mm-hmm. We didn't enjoy going to do it. And and the end product was just not desirable to to what we wanted to see out of ourselves. Right. So while we were editing one night, it was like, 
man, I'm just not having fun doing exactly what we're doing anymore. Right. So right. at that point, we were like, let's step back for, for a couple of weeks, whatever it is for the holidays, take mm-hmm. a break and figure out what we, we'll both come with separate ideas and figure out what we really want to do for this thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a lot of people, that's a call it critical conversation. You know, it's, it's yeah. not a fun conversation to have. No, it definitely wasn't. <laughs> but, yeah, well, like, we yeah. were aggravated at each other. Yeah. Right yeah. Away, we we actually were arguing a lot. And like, mm-hmm. You know how guys fight. We fight, yeah. and then it's like, oh, bro, shake, well, yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> but yeah. for us, it was we were having those conversations almost daily, and I would get on under his skin, or he would get under mine, and mm-hmm. then we would just like not talk to each other for a couple hours, and then we would go play video games and be fine, yeah. and then just be like whatever. So, if you guys noticed just in your partnerships, friendship, partnership, you know, because it's hand in hand at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you all noticed uh, a difference in how each of you all process moments like that? Like some, some people are external processors and as you think about it, you need to say it out loud so you can get, you can grapple with it. Other people, mm-hmm. they take things in and they sit and hang on to it for a little bit mm-hmm. and then they come back later with the response. Are you guys yeah. similar in how you deal with stuff or is, it, is there a difference going there? You want me to take this one? I mean, I, I would say we're both pretty outspoken. Well, we're definitely outspoken, but I think for you, you definitely, well, like what he said, you have to think about it for a little bit yeah, and then come back. And me, I'm like, I want to have this conversation right now. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get it done with and move on so we can actually go do stuff after that. Right. That's true. Like I want it done that second mm-hmm. so I can go create more yeah. from that conversation. I want that conversation over with because I know it's not going to be fun <laughs> and I know we're going to argue and yeah. we're probably going to butt heads, but then we come back and we're like, we are still a team. Mm-hmm. We still want the same goals. Yeah. And we want the best for each other. So it's like, where can we meet in the middle? And usually I let him sit for a little bit till he is ready to talk. And then we talk it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. When Beth and I first got married, I call it our first real argument. Um, <laughs> we were in our first house and I really honestly, for this moment, I don't remember what it was about. She might, because uh, <laughs> she's better at remembering specific things. I mean, I'm just like, I know this thing happened, but. Um, and so, uh, in my household, uh, you hash stuff out, you take care of it and you move on Mm -hmm. in her household, you let stuff sit for a little bit and Mm -hmm. you process. So we're in our first house and she is deciding that, uh, I need to go walk around the block and kind of cool off a little bit, process from it. Then we come in, we can talk about this Mm -hmm. for me, newlywed Ben, I'm going, crap, she's walking out. (laughs) So I stand in the door. I'm like, no, you can't, you can't leave. And so she's, that just escalates things Mm -hmm. even more. So learned my lesson, you know, but it was, uh, um, but no, learning, learning how to deal with those difficult times. Mm -hmm. If you can work through that, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. And it's always better on the, on the tail end because next time a difficult conversation comes up, it's not if it's when, Mm -hmm. you know, we've been through this before. And so you kind of understand each other's patterns and that sort of thing. And it makes it that much easier. Yeah. 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 I feel like whenever I right away sit down and try and hash things out, Mm -hmm. I can't process everything that I actually want to say. Right. So it's like, have you ever like uh, sat down with someone and there's this joke that you want to make? but you can't think of it in the right way. And then it's like two minutes later, you come back and you're like, man, that would have been really funny. (laughs) That's how I feel like sitting down and having those conversations. It's like, I can't, I'm not going to be able to to bring to the table everything that I want to say and everything that I think uh, needs to be brought up if I don't, you know, take a second to think about it. Right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So, you know, translating out, you know, you're going to deal with this stuff in family. You're going to deal with this stuff in a marriage. You're going to deal with this stuff at work. Mm -hmm. Um, If there had been like a team of like, eight or 10 people and you all had to process through this with a team bigger than the two of you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think you would handle it differently or do you think because of your friendship, you're able to dig in a little bit faster with what's going on in that um, moment? I guess I don't really know. Cause we have never had anyone under us where mm-hmm. we're, or like had a team where we've been in a big production trying right. to get the same creative goal done. I guess we've only been in team settings mm-hmm. at our jobs mm-hmm. where like, yeah, kind of same concept, but yeah. uh, I don't think it would be in more collaborative state where we're working with that many people. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever really been in that situation before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, at least not three <laughs> projects in school or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, it's yeah. Like... I had a guy in uh, middle school that we had the same science fair project we're supposed to team up to do together. And mm-hmm. we decided we we're going to make a, a quicksand tank. So it's all plexiglass. So basically building a fish tank, holes at the end, ran some pipe through the middle, ran a hose in it, ran the water. In. Um, I went to uh, Spencer's Gifts 
and I got one of those arms that hangs out of the back of your trunk. <laughs> so I put the hand in the quicksand, so you turn it on, the hand was... Oh. <laughs> well, the guy that was supposed to be my partner did jack. And so at the end of it, the teacher says, so how much, what grade do you give your, your partner? I was like, F. (laughs) Because the backboard that he did was garbage. You know, it was kind of, it's like, no, this is not, this isn't good at all. And I I built this whole stinking thing. My dad helped me because it was middle school. But, you know, it's like, (laughs) but I helped, you know. (laughs) My dad built it, I helped. But, um, but, and then when I told everybody, they were like, what'd you give Matt? And I was like, I flunked him. You can't do that. I was like, oh, no, I did. (laughs) And so I asked the teacher, I said, hey, can I go back in and check? I I started feeling guilty. So I was like, all right. So I went and asked the teacher, hey, I've been thinking about it a little bit more. I don't think I gave him a fair grade. And so I, <laughs> I, I gave him a C. You know, so yeah. like, and I was like, that, that is not A work, friend. But um, no, it's, it, it's hard because you want to maintain the friendship, but you need to be able to be honest with each other. And I think you guys have handled that really, really well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think I think we're in a spot together where we're like, we've been friends for so mm-hmm. long. And then like we know that there's not going to be the easiest conversation yeah. going throughout a business or right. whatever you may call this. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, we know we can say anything to each other mm-hmm. and not have the other person take it as like an offensive comment right. or, or yeah. whatever it may be. Well, and we mentioned this earlier, bro fights are a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even if you need to pop them in the arm or something, uh-huh. you're stupid. Exactly. You're all right later. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just because we've spent so much time together. Yeah. Like we used to work at the same place back home mm-hmm. and during school, we would always hang out with each other literally the whole time, whether he liked it or not. I would come, <laughs> I would come over to his uh, house with his roommates and just hang out the whole time and just be there. So Nick's here again. Yeah. yeah All right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Another day. Yeah. Uh, so what goals did you set out to do first? What was the, the top of the line for you guys? So we want to make sure we hit this first. What's the biggest goal right now for Half Hazel? Uh, I think the first thing we came up with on the list, like when we mm-hmm. had that conversation in December, was collaboration. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like we just wanted to collaborate with other people, but we wanted to bring value to those people too. We wanted right. to help them grow mm-hmm. while we grew at the same time and show that process all at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's was like the first thing that we wanted to accomplish as a team. Okay. Yeah. What's maybe the next two or three things in life? What was it? Two or three. So So right off the bat, it was the... Collaboration was mm-hmm. the was the highest regarded, and yep. then I think right under that, just to see some tangibles. Okay, we want to hit a thousand subscribers. Oh sure. yeah, on yeah. YouTube. Yep. yep. So just so we can you know get that reassurance, whatever we may we may need. Right. To to be like, okay, what we're doing now is actually working. You right. Know, people are watching. People are following along. People mm-hmm. care about this content. Yeah. And then under that, I can't, I can't remember. I think we got more into personal goals than like I wanted to push my photography mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and. You wanted to push more video, but also um, do uh, golf golf courses, and like as a he wanted to drone golf yeah. courses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was like a one of the ideas that we're shooting for. Yeah, still like in the works of yeah. trying to get people to do it. Mm-hmm. But and then me was uh, clothing brands with mm-hmm. photography and stuff like that, which right. I've done two already, mm-hmm. and just shot another thing up in LA for a band that my buddy's in. So nice. like. I think I've taken more pictures in the last two or three months since we've had that conversation, mm-hmm. like in that short span of time than I have like ever before yeah. mm-hmm. for other people. Usually I'm just taking random pictures for me. Right. It's actually yeah. for other people. So mm-hmm. so how do you guys, I mean, because the, the transition is still fresh for you guys. Yeah. So yeah. how are you feeling right now? Are you feeling more purposeful, more intentional with what's going on? How's, how does the transition feel right now? I'd definitely. Say, I'd say definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just because we actually have goals set that we really want to hit mm-hmm. and they're tangible, you right. know, we can get the feedback from not only ourselves, mm-hmm. but from the people that we're collaborating with. Right. As, as opposed to just him being like, hey, we need to do this more. You need to do this more. I right. need to do this yeah. more. We have, you know, I don't want to call them clients because we're not getting paid for it. Right. right, right. But we have people that we're working with who, mm-hmm. who can bring in a opinion uh, opposite of us and, and really give us the feedback on you guys don't offer this right now. Like. Mm-hmm this you need to you need to start doing this just just pretty much a third opinion sure Mm -hmm. because we think so much alike yeah it's like we're connected at sometimes you know so it's like (laughs) well we finish each other's sons and say the same thing all the time exactly so weird it's actually the weirdest thing it's so cute (laughs) (laughs) so i've got some guys i'm doing some consultation work for right now yeah Mm -hmm. so i've got some guys that i'm doing a consultation for right now Mm -hmm. and they're fresh together as a team they both have a lot of experience in what they're doing 
But, you know, being that third set of eyes again outside, being able to come in and speak into, uh, this is my experience and this is what I'm seeing. Um, and yeah, it, it's helpful to be able to have that, that person who really doesn't care one way or the other come in and go, this is what I was expecting. Or have you guys thought about that? And so exactly. being open to that, yeah. that's a part of the transition. Yeah. Because you guys really, really weren't seeking that out before. No, no sure. definitely okay. not. Yeah. It was just, you yeah. know, hoping someone commented with some feedback or yeah. something like that. But or just hoping that someone would watch it and we'd get picked up and they would want us on their team or right. something like that. Or they, w they would want to collab. We weren't ever actively seeking out collaboration before right as soon as we started talking about who we wanted to collaborate with mm -hmm. we messaged as many people as we could like for clothing brands i think we messaged over 300 400 instagram accounts yeah, yeah. just to get photo shoots and we were offering them for free yeah so like that was the biggest thing is to see if they wanted to collaborate with us and we would give them free work yeah and that's the other thing when you're when you're producing work for other people mm -hmm. and what they're interested in they're going to give you their honest feedback. Oh, you don't, sure. You don't have yeah. to ask yeah. for that. You yeah. know, if you're making a video or you're shooting photos for someone and they don't like it, they're going to tell you straight up, I'm yeah. not going to use these. You right. Know? Yeah. So it's it's really a it's a good way to get honest feedback quick from someone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and if they are excited about it, they're going to use it. They won't mm -hmm. really say like, hey, this is good. They're just going to use it regardless. Yeah. So, I mean, for Slippa, <laughs> it was kind of funny. They just started posting my photos, which was super nice. Yeah. And I was like, that's that was a point where I was like, okay these are good what can i do next to like get someone else to post my photos again yeah. for me to grow mm -hmm. personally and push half a hazel yeah so a couple of key things for the transition then sounds what i'm what i'm hearing is uh intentionality mm -hmm. right those tangibles mm -hmm. that you know stuff it's set goals mm -hmm. do you guys have a set time when you want to see the thousand subs hit i mean this six months year, or a year yeah, yeah i mean okay. this year definitely i mean we only had a hundred and I think 42 when we took our break. Okay. And we're at 167 now, okay. I think. So mm -hmm. like it's a good steady growth right mm -hmm. now. But like you guys have told us before is the jump really happens from 500 to 1,000. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it goes really quick from there. Yeah. yeah. So I think 500 is probably more of a better goal for us like short term mm -hmm. and then long term a thousand and a year mm -hmm. because we're basically st still at zero yeah right. like i see the zero to a hundred or zero to two hundred still yeah. being zero basically okay oh, yeah. because a thousand comes pretty quickly once you get a little bit higher right so we've got intentionality we got outside eyes and the tangibles is there anything else you feel like have been key components of your transition time right now i think having a purpose a real actual purpose for yeah. our channel you know because before it was the purpose was going out and exploring, mm -hmm. but there wasn't much behind it. You yeah. know, there wasn't much thought going into it. Mm -hmm. Whereas for for shooting promotional photo and video yeah. for people, you have to have a plan before you go oh, there, sure. or else you know it's going to show up that mm -hmm. that you don't know what you're doing. Right, <laughs> and that's going to be attractive to the people you try to take the photos for. It's like, hey, we're going to go explore and we get some awesome shots, and we're going to go places where everybody takes their pictures. If you go to Balboa Park, yeah. looking at the conservatory, that is literally the most photographed space mm -hmm. in the state of California. Yeah. And I think the Golden Gate Bridge is second. You know? Yeah. That's it. If Nobody wants you to go shoot their stuff in front of that. Right. Because that's not new. It's not fresh. It's not going right. to catch anybody. It's like, oh, they're at Balboa. Great. Yeah. But if you go, <laughs> if you go find these awesome spots and you take their you take their gear with you and you're like, boom, here it is. Like, holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen that shot before. <laughs> you get to explore and, you know, and, you know, do a good job promoing for people. That's, mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's super cool because... There's purpose and intentionality. So yeah. yeah, awesome, very cool. So, what are some other things you guys are looking forward to now with the switch? I think just meeting more people. You know, okay. we're we're both pretty new to the area. The only I can the only real person outside of work that that I and Nick that I hang out with yeah. is uh, some friends up in Orange County. Okay, so you know, just getting to know more people in the area, whether that be companies or you know, actual people doing their own thing, mm -hmm. just kind of that collaborative effort. You know other creators want to create too right so if if we can that's like our thing if we want to yeah. if we can help them out in that process mm -hmm. then everyone's reaching their goals yeah yeah one of the things we talk about here at beta house is that creativity dies in a vacuum if you're just by yourself <laughs> yeah yeah you know it's like well it sounds good to me but there's no one to bounce it off of you yeah. know that's again those third set of eyes so yeah, yeah getting out there and meeting people that's awesome Right. What about for you, Nick? Honestly, My just blew you away. Yeah, yeah I did. I, yeah, I, have, I have no idea what I'm talking about now. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just like, well, the collaboration obviously mm -hmm. is probably the biggest thing. But for me, just like taking more pictures and 
actually seeing the growth. Yeah. Like I want to see the one point where someone posts my picture or reposts one of our promo videos mm -hmm. where there is a little bit of a jump. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not even a big jump, but maybe just like we reached a little bit of their following mm -hmm. and there's 30 subscribers right. or just like a like 10, just mm -hmm. a small growth where yeah. I knew that that collaboration mm -hmm. helped us yeah. mm -hmm. and, and really pushed us to actually go out and get more collaboration. We mm -hmm. haven't really seen that yet. Mm -hmm. Like I've seen people get excited about our work and slip love the video and they love the pictures, but we really didn't see a lot of growth from that, which mm -hmm. was fine. Like mm -hmm. that was our first collaboration yeah. of 2019. So it was honestly like we were still, we're still figuring it out. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, and finding those moments when they occur and celebrating the win yeah. is huge. Mm -hmm. You know, cause if you're waiting for the big payoff to celebrate a thousand up, Okay. It's going to be a while. It's yeah. going to be a little yeah, bit, exactly. you know, it's like, no, 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 we got another, you know, we got another sponsor to mm -hmm. come in. They're letting us take photos of their gear. They're getting our name out. That's a win. Mm -hmm. Right. Every time it happens, it's a win. And yeah. a lot of people, when they make that transition and they finally decide to do stuff, that final goal hangs out there so much that they, that's all they're focused on and they don't see the good stuff that's happening. Right. Cleaning up to right. Yeah. So I'm glad you guys can see that. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that Nick and Brent came in mm -hmm. at this point in their channel. Oh yeah. I love that we're going to get to do a part two on this one. Oh, yeah, and I'm so looking forward to that part two and like they're over the thousand mark and everything else because I know that they'll do it. Oh, yeah. It may not be this month. It may be this month. But it may. Who knows? When videos go, they go. Videos you, go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when one finally hits, that search word becomes the search word people are looking for and uh, whatever. But that they came in at this point, they're still a small channel. They're in the process of changing. And going back to our focus and flexibility and what this whole little series has been about they're focused mm -hmm. and when the flexibility came in the flexibility didn't come that they did a u-turn right or a hard turn mm -hmm. that they looked went back and said okay this is what we need to focus on and it was more of lane changes sure yeah than like good. a full-on change of direction mm -hmm. you know even if and even if you're going to do a full change of direction i'm going to use road analogies here <laughs> It needs to be more like the gradual interstate off-ramp okay. kind of arching mm -hmm. change, not like a city street, hard left or hard right. right. It's going to be incremental for these changes. And very, 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 very rarely in life are hard changes necessary. Normally it is little tweaks and little adjustments mm -hmm. and that's where flexibility comes in. You know, I'm not going to suddenly say that our target audience is going from Instagrammers to software engineers. And then next week we're gonna do professional clowns. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that's not how that <laughs> no, no, works. No, no, no. That is, yeah. <laughs> you know, but saying, ooh, we found that we're working great with Instagrammers. Maybe we could look at some people who are doing a lot of great Facebook Lives or something. Mm -hmm. That's a adjacent lane. That's not a full shift. Right. And for those of you who are not in social media world, because I know that not a lot of people no, are on no, that, no. you know, it's like thinking, oh, my target client, my target audience, are adults who enjoy badminton, okay? Who are <laughs> like really active in the badminton world. And you realize, oh, maybe there's some crossover with the tennis right. group that we can do both of these. I or consider the people in the squash realm. Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. like those little changes where right. it's not a huge yeah. switch, but adjacent. Yeah, so making those adjustments you need to make is, yeah, it's not necessarily gonna be something radical, Mm -hmm. it's it's finding what's next and maybe what's more appropriate. Right. So I think that's the big takeaway yeah. on this one. And when you're in the midst of those transitions, don't do them by yourself. No. Talk Outside to other people. Yeah. Huge. Oh, my word. So Perspective. And again, that's where meetups are helpful. Because yeah. you can, you, you'll probably be with somebody at one point with one of these who's two, three, five steps yeah. ahead of you and go, oh, well, this was helpful for me. And again, not to copy their idea. No. But to see and kind of filter through your mm -hmm. own lens how that could work for you. Yep. So Totally agree. Yeah. And uh, we've already talked with Nick and Brent, and uh, we're set up to do collaboration number two. I told them the ball's in their court this time. And then uh, they said later on down the road, they want to come back in again. Yeah. And uh, we'll follow up and kind of say, hey, guys, you know, you've hit the 500, you hit the 1,000. What's next? I'm so looking forward to that, too. I'm just really glad they don't do gross food. <laughs> <laughs> and next up, mukbang. Oh, yeah, so <laughs> I hate mouth noises. I am definitely not editing I will not that like video. That well, guys, at this point in the show, we always give people a chance to do a, just a random shout out 
You can promo whoever you want, whatever you want. We'll tag it in. You can tell us what music you're listening to. I'm already going to tag everything you've mentioned so far. Yeah. Nice. So okay. that that's all going to be, I'll go back through and listen through and we'll, we'll make sure things tagged up. <laughs> uh, but then like, what do you guys like? If somebody, if you say, hey, what book should I read? What music should I listen to? What restaurant are you guys enjoying? Whatever. It doesn't matter. It's up to you. Let us have it. In and out. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to shout out Moment Lenses. Mm -hmm. We film everything with our phone. Right. So Moment makes a case okay. with an attachment where you just screw their special made cell phone lens okay. into your phone mm -hmm. and it, it turns the shot into, we have lenses for a wider angle, a super fish, which kind of distorts the shot a little bit. Yeah. And then we just got a macro actually, which we're oh, super nice. excited about cool. yeah. for super close up shots. Yeah. But they've revolutionized, you know, mobile photography. Mm -hmm. uh, they're their slogan is the best camera you can have is the one that's always with you. Yeah. We're just excited that that they created these things so that we can use them yeah. because otherwise I don't know if we'd we'd have the capital to make videos right. and afford a camera and this yeah. and that and, and whatever. So, so yeah. let's look at the camera right now. Hey moment. <laughs> Your moment. <laughs> Sponsorship's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ryan Carveo's got a new album coming out. Oh yeah, but so does everybody. Yeah. Else. <laughs> um, I'm dropping one next week. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. I'll just do actually the shirt that I'm wearing. It's uh Cult Chicago. Okay. This is a guy who is a friend of one of my friends. Mm -hmm. He studied abroad with him in South Africa and he lives in Chicago and he's mm -hmm. starting up this brand called Cult. And he's opening a shop in Chicago really soon. But these shirts are all one of one. He hand dyes every single one. Oh, wow. He does long sleeves. Uh, he just stopped putting out stuff. And he's about, I think he just dropped a new season okay. of clothing yeah. to promote his new store coming up. I don't know when the store actually opens, but mm. it's coming up soon. I uh, just dropped some new clothing. So at Cult Chicago on Instagram. Okay. I don't know if he has... Uh, he definitely has a website, but I don't think if you just look up Cult Chicago, sure, it'll you'll find, find it. it yeah, you'll find yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, cool guys. Appreciate you all coming yeah. out today. It's been fun having you here at the studio today. Mm -hmm. And um, thanks for having us. For yeah, sure. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Been a blast. <laughs> it's been a long time coming for yeah. this podcast. That's so yeah. <laughs> We'll let you guys in on a little secret. We've already filmed this once. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> our second go around. So And we tried um, 15 yeah. times. Yeah. <laughs> we met them six months ago. Yeah. <laughs> we should do something. Yes, yeah. we should. <laughs> yeah. That's both of us, though. It's all yeah. of us. So awesome. Well, appreciate it, guys. Uh, if you're listening along on uh, one of our wonderful podcast distribution systems, make sure you give us a good rating on there so other people can find us. Leave us a review down below because that actually ups our visibility visibility for other people. Easy for me to say. And if you are watching us here on YouTube, hello, uh, make sure to like, share and subscribe <laughs> and ring the bell down in the corner so you get more notifications when awesome stuff like this pops up so you don't miss out on these great stories like the guys from Half a Hazel. Guys, thank you. Thank you very much. Awesome. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Bye.